0: Welcome to the Sisterhood Tea Party, where we get together weekly to discuss all the tea about life, relationships, pop culture, and generally anything you'd chat about with your best friend over a cup of tea or beverage of choice.
1: We're your hosts, Stephanie and Jessica, and we've been spilling the tea to each other for more than a decade, and now we're ready to invite the rest of you to the tea party.
0: In today's episode, we are on part two of discussing New Year's goals. Last episode, we talked about reflecting on 2023 goals, so if you haven't listened, Go listen to that first. And now we are talking about ways to set new goals in 2024. We'll break down our favorite strategies that set us up for success and achieving whatever we want in the new year.
1: A quick plug before we get started. If you like what you hear today, you can follow at Sisterhood Tea Party on YouTube, TikTok, and Instagram.
0: So let's get to sipping first with what's top of mind for us this week. Stephanie.
1: My neighbors. Okay. (laughs) My neighbors are top of mind. You know why? Because they are loud. They are rude. And they just, they are not, they just don't understand that like we are, not, okay, here's the thing. Let me just start. Let's, let me just, let me start over. Cause I'm just frustrated right now. Cause it's happening right now.
0: Spill, spill.
1: Here's the thing. I get it. I live in an apartment complex. There's going to be noise. There's going to be people running around. That's fine. Like normal noise is not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about people that have a sound bar that have been playing loud music from 8 a.m. to 8 p.m. This particular person has been playing music all day and I work from home and you know this. And so I literally had to put on headphones today because I'm like, I, I can't do it. I went to the office and I complained and they said, we're really sorry. Like, you know, we'll send them, they said they're going to send them uh, an actual email, like a direct email saying, Hey, somebody complained. You need to tone it down. And I said, and if that doesn't do anything, then what? They're like, well, you can call the cops. And I said, bet. All right. I will. I will. They said, we advise you not to use the courtesy officer on site. And I'm like, I wouldn't. Why are they there? What? I don't know. And honestly, I wouldn't either, because what are they going to do? They're not, they're not the law. So I'm just (laughs) going to get the law involved. I'm so frustrated. And here's the thing. I've lived in apartments for a long time. Um, I have never had this big of an issue with neighbors ever. Well, that's a lie. We'll talk about that later, but (laughs) in terms of loud neighbors, no, never had an issue where I'd had to go to the office to complain about somebody being too loud. I've never had to do that. So the fact that I'm doing it now is frustrating to me and I'm really hoping they just stop because I don't want to have to go down there, but I won't do that because like, I talk a big game, but like low key, I don't know who you are. Like,
0: like don't you don't know you. like psychopaths No, I don't know what
1: you have in your home. So I'm like not going to fight with somebody in person like that, but I will tattle. <laughs> I'm I, At my big age, I will tattle. So I will... Hey, to the I support the that
0: like it's like <laughs> come on you don't you don't need that like no it's too much it's
1: too much it is and like I said again I understand like you chose to live in an apartment because if I hear any negative comments being like well you chose to live there yeah I did but I've lived here for a very long time and never had an issue till now so try a different argument anyway
0: no I agree That's- and there's just like a common courtesy with neighbors yeah right? like
1: and that's the problem. Like, common courtesy, quiet after quiet hours after 10 or whatever it is, like, just be chill. Like, it's not that hard. Like, like I love music.
0: Stop is a lot. Yeah.
1: Like, and don't get me wrong, I love music, but like, I keep it at a volume that I can hear it that's just vibes for the apartment. You cannot hear it from the outside, but you can just hear it inside. That's how it should be. Not the it. fact where I'm walking by your door, I can hear it. I can hear it from where I'm sitting in my living room. Just no. Just it's now.
0: giving like angry teenager blasting music so that you piss off your parents. Like yes, that's, that's the if right. you're playing your music that loud all day,
1: that's what it's giving. It is. And I'm like, at our big age, I know that we're the same age.
0: No. <laughs> this is my favorite phrase that you say, by the way, is my big age.
1: <laughs> like, like oh, come God. on. Have some respect. Anyway. <laughs>
0: Okay, well, I hope this gets better. I will be following along for more tea Please. on this. Like, I
1: will be sharing more as the updates come in. So,
0: yes, I hope they take care of it before you have to even go to the law because that's just—I
1: know. To be frank. Same, same.
0: Okay, well, my top of mind is also frustrating, but not maybe as frustrating. Um, rosacea. I mm-hmm. am struggling with rosacea. You probably can't tell right now because I have makeup on. I wear full coverage because of this um I've had it for a long time and I just feel like it bothers me more and more as I get older and I want to wear less and less makeup but I genuinely right. cannot without looking like a freaking tomato um it's really frustrating and so like probably like during the summer actually I went and I tried and I saw a um oh gosh there's dermatologists and then what's the other the other term that for people who work on skit Oh, esthetician, esthetician. So I saw a yes, dermatologist. I, OK, <laughs> I couldn't remember. I was like, I need to know the other term. to Remember which one I went to. Absolutely. Um, and they prescribed me azelaic acid, but it like burned my skin. It's supposed to help with rosacea. Yeah, it burned so, so bad. And so I was really frustrated and I didn't really use it. Um, Did they tell and- you that
1: was a side effect to that, that it was going so- to do that?
0: it's so the prescription thing said like oh if this happens don't use it but then I've like watched videos online and some have said that like it'll do that maybe for the first week and it shouldn't last longer than like I don't know 30 minutes or something right so I've thought about like trying it again but I've also thought about instead going to an esthetician I'm sorry yeah I can't pronounce that word
1: um fine it's all right
0: (laughs) you know what I mean um, to see, like, maybe like products that I could, like, over just like normal products that I could switch up or something. But it's frustrating when you want to do the clean girl aesthetic, but you have to have a full face of makeup to do it because you have rosacea. Yeah. So that's been frustrating, top of mind for me
1: today. Have you made the appointment for that, or you're Not still yet. like researching like estheticians to go to?
0: Yeah. And now that it's like holiday season, it's like I'm so busy. So I'm like trying to, look for something and then Mm -hmm. probably realistically not actually go until after the holidays um okay but in the meantime i'm like watching videos of different folks like on tiktok and stuff and trying to see like are there certain like just products i can buy ulta or sephora you know to help in the short term but Mm -hmm. it just sucks because sometimes i just don't want to wear makeup i just don't want to but then i look like a tomato like straight up like a tomato
1: it's bad well, hopefully, you're able to get that figured out really soon. Um, I wish I could give you recommendations, but I have zero. So,
0: <laughs> well, if anybody else does, please send them your way. Um, yes. But yeah, so let's now that we had our little vent session, let's get into the, the positive stuff going into 2024, the real tea for how we set goals in 2024. So, I feel like this is interesting because we talked about this a little bit beforehand, but we both have different strategies for setting goals, which I think is really cool because I'm excited to kind of learn like, Ooh, what do you do that I can maybe incorporate into some of my stuff and like tweak my stuff accordingly. So tell us, Stephanie, how do you set goals?
1: I would love to. So there are a couple of ways. And to be fair, I have changed up the way that I set goals and different things over the years. And I think it's just from different experiences. Again, we talked about how life has been lifing lately and there are just, sometimes you just have to adjust with the times. And so, um, the biggest way that I have really set goals has created, I have created a list based off the year. Now it sounds kind of silly, but I'll get into it a little bit. So, um, again, I had hinted at this in the last episode that I had created a 23 and 2023 list this coming year, obviously will be 2024. So it'll be 24 things in 2024. And these are things that I want to achieve, accomplish, um, kind of look forward to reminders, just different types of goals and aspirations that I have that I just want to add to this list, um, with this list and give you a little bit of context. So a former coworker of mine, a few years ago, kind of introduced me to the idea of this. And so I've just adapted it and made it mine my, my own over the last several years. I started this in really 2021. And so if you, if you decide to go creep on my Instagram, you can go find all of the lists that I've made and you can kind of see the growth and the changes that I've made over the years just by reflecting on all of those. So really it's just a way for me to set different goals and just kind of decide like what I want to achieve. So like there are just so many options and so many ways you can take that list. So go check out my Instagram, look at the most recent one, and give yourself kind of like an opportunity to do it that way. So that's one way that I've done them in the past. Another way um, that I've used are just using reflection prompts. So there are a few things that I kind of break down when it comes to goal setting for the year and questions that I'll answer, kind of ask myself to determine what it will look like. So one of the Subcategories of that is uncovering your passions. So with that, I will ask the question, or I've seen the question asked: of what activities or to dos on your schedule kind of give you the most joy, give you the most light of today. Really asking yourself, okay, what are things that are bringing me joy? What are things that are I'm excited about every single morning? I like I'm excited to do what. Reflect over that. I love that because like
0: sometimes the things that you think will bring you joy when you reflect are like not even actually the things, right?
1: Yes. Because we get into this mundane of like, we wake up, we do all of these things. So you're thinking it's bringing you joy, but it's like, is it really, um, what, you know, so it gives you the opportunity to really sit with yourself and decide like, what has, what are the things that I'm doing this in my day to day? And then kind of the opposite of that, what are those to do's that you dread and why do you dread them? What, why is it bringing you down? What external factors do you have going on that it's leading to that? Right. Um, additional things that I'll ask when it comes to uncovering passions, what is your favorite project that you've completed this year or to complete this year? Mm-hmm. Um, anything that you've worked on, any project you may have started or any just like idea, even if it's something very simple of like, you know, I decided to take up a new, uh, spin class. I decided to join a baking class, just some project that you've decided. And like, why was it your favorite? Why did you decide to do that project? That sort of thing. And then another question that I'll ask myself is if you had no limits at all, zero limits, nothing, what do you envision yourself for the next six months? Like, what does that look like for you in your path for the next six months or a year? Add whatever time frame you want to it, whatever makes the most sense for you and write down what you envision for yourself in that month and in those months. And you'll be surprised about what you come up with as you're going through um, your reflection over the year.
0: Okay. I have questions. Uh, oh. I love this. And I'm like making mental notes of some of these things I'm going to adopt. Um, okay. One, how do you keep track of all the things you did in the year before? Like, do you just like Ooh. scroll back through your Instagram to like have reminders? Like, do you keep a list? Like, what do you do?
1: Yeah. So I, I think that I, I'm not as organized as I'm probably <laughs> sharing. Here. <laughs> so I'll go through I'm literally going through like my camera roll like I'm not even kidding you okay, yeah. I try to take a lot of photos Um, I'll do some videos but I'll try and take a lot of photos of the things that I did and I started doing this like halfway through this year was making albums of like highlights so I have like a highlight album for every month where I'll just like throw in a bunch of like random photos and videos and I got this from a friend so if she's listening she knows that I got it from her I don't want to take all the credit because she'd be like oh my gosh anyway Shout uh, out. so shout out to you. Um, but I basically have created a, a kind of an album where it just has like highlights of videos and photos of things that I did. So I'll go through the highlights and be like, Oh yeah, I did this. Or, Oh yeah, I did that. Whether it's screenshots of things that like, maybe I got an email about something or it's a photo video, whatever it is, it's in that folder. And then I'll go through at the end of the year and just like, look at every month and go from there.
0: I love that. My second question is okay. 2024. Yeah. 24 things is a lot of things. Like, how do you make it feel manageable? Um, like, are they all big things when you're dreaming big yeah. or like are some small, like, how do you think about that?
1: Yeah, that's a good question. So when you look at the 20 and 2023 list that I made, right, a lot of those things are things that I was already doing like in my day to day, but it's, there are things that I just wanted to continue and maintain throughout. There are a couple of newer goals that were in there, and there are a couple of reminder goals in there, just reminders of like, stay on your path, like stay focused, stay close to your boundaries, that sort of thing. Um, so they are all kind of like different sizes and different angles when it comes to the 2020, 2023 goals. So same concept is going to go into 2024. It's going to be a mix of actual, like attainable goals that I can go through reminders, um, Different aspects of things that I'm already doing in life, and just like reminding myself to keep going and stay like on that path.
0: Oh, I love that. I love that. I am. I low key want to try to do the 2024 this year because it sounds fun and also it a little bit terrifies me. So we'll see <laughs> if I actually do it. But I am excited to read your what your goals end up being for the year for sure. I'm
1: excited to read them too because I haven't started yet. But
0: <laughs> <laughs> on the list,
1: it's on the list. The reflection part comes first. Um, but I'm really excited to kind of share that with everybody and I'm happy to answer more questions about it. I, again, I feel like I, again, not an expert, but low key. Um, <laughs> but I still really, this is something, this is something that's really passionate to me and it's something that I'm excited about because I feel like this is something that I had struggled with in my earlier years. And it's, when I say earlier years, I mean like my twenties where I really wasn't goal setting. I was just kind of like going with the flow and just going with mm-hmm. the vibes. And now I'm like, all right, We're in our 30s, like let's kind of like get a little bit of a flow going, get something going. So
0: it's like you know yourself more when you're in your 30s, I think, too, where you're like, Yeah, now I like actually have a sense of what do I want? Like I'm done screwing around. Like now's the time. Absolutely.
1: That's I mean, that's kind of where I'm at too. So kind of leading into not kind of messing around a little bit, but kind of uncovering your productivity, productivity and plan. Um, another question that I kind of ask myself when it comes to reflection in getting ready for these goals is, did you come into the year with goals? What were they like? How did you do? Like, what did you do with them? And if you fell short, what can you do differently? Again, always kind of asking those reflective questions of like, okay, if you feel like you fell short or what happened, ask yourself, okay, what can I do differently? What do I need to do? What do I need to adjust? And if you achieve them, you know. What do you think went well? How did you get to that goal? What did you do, and what can you do to apply that to twenty twenty four to continue on that path of just achieving those goals or reaching whatever milestone or whatever that looks like for you?
0: I love it. Yeah, like you have to have a plan too, right? It can't just be the goal, but like, how do you get there? What does it mean, and what is like, what does it mean for your life to get there, right? Because it's not just like, okay, I'm gonna go check a box, like a lot of times it's actually changing your day-to-day life for the types of goals that you might set, right?
1: It is. It really is. And I think that's important to make sure that you are adjusting to the way that your current life is and not what it was in the past and not trying to guess what it's going to look like in the future. Like Adjust to where you're at right now so that it does feel attainable and you can reach those goals and you, you feel good about it. And again, like we've talked about before, celebrating every milestone, every step of the way, because those achievements are just as important as that end goal.
0: I love it. I
1: love it. Outside of that as well, if you want to get away, if you're like, eh, the reflection part, the prompts, it's not really my thing. That is okay because there are other ways. There are so many other ways to set your goals, reflect whatever you need to do. Um, a lot of y'all are familiar with SMART goals and that's simply setting specific, measurable, attainable, or achievable, relevant, and time-bound goals and objectives and just plans for your life to reach whatever goal that you've set in mind. So if you want to go that route, use the smart goal method. There's a ton of information and things like that on Google where it dives in how you can set those goals. Um, that's also another way that I've used in the past um, but right now I'm kind of focusing more on like the reflective prompt area of actually like sitting down with myself and either like writing it out, really like meditating whatever I need to do to kind of figure that out.
0: Yeah. And I feel like you could combine these tactics too, right? Like once you have like your list, for example, that you talked about um, some of those, you might say, Hey, I want to get more specific on this. I want to actually like set a date behind it or make it measurable to make sure I achieve it. Like Mm -hmm. not all goals need that, but you can always combine. I'm sure.
1: Absolutely. That's like the beauty about goal setting because it's for you. It's not for anybody else. It's for you. So if you want it time bound, if you want to add a specific number to it, do that. If you want to add something else to it, do it. If you don't, and you just want it to be a a generic, like this is just the goal for the year. And I'm giving myself, you know, whatever time to do it, no limit, then do that.
0: I love it. I love it. Yeah. It's not like your manager is going to be like, um, I need it filled out in this template in this format for your goal right here. It's like, no, absolutely. Is, what do you want?
1: <laughs> what do you want? Like what makes you feel good? And what are you going to achieve in the long run to get there? I love it. I love it. So Jess, talk to me a little bit about your goal setting methods and what you've done in the past and what it's going to look like for you moving forward.
0: Okay. Yes. Um, again, I'm probably going to tweak this to add some of your tips in here because I really like them, but of course (laughs) my method is definitely different. Um, so before I like start writing out any specific goals that I have, I try to first really like connect with my body and my feelings. What I try to do is really like meditate on like, what is it going to, what do I want to feel like at the end of the year or throughout the year? Like what like what does that feel like in my body? And I really sit and I meditate with it and I try to really visualize what that might look like. Like what does my day to day look and feel like? How do my relationships look and feel? Um, where are things that like, you know, I meditate a lot. So I reflect a lot on how I feel. So I also in those moments think about like, oh, how have I been feeling and what have I like been wanting to feel more or less of? And I just sit with that for a while. Um then once I've kind of like meditated through that, then I list out like a ton of potential goals like I like there will be like 30 goals that I I mean a lot of goals basically of just like everything that would be that ideal self and like what I think would like emulate some of those feelings that I was thinking about so I start really really big it's very similar to how you were saying like um you know if, if nothing was blocking you right like if there was mm-hmm. nothing that could stop you whatsoever like what would that look like I just like list everything um, you know, and sometimes it's like, you know, I'm going to achieve something specific. And sometimes it's like, I just want more money, you know, like, I just like, <laughs> sure. you know, like it's all over the place. Um, yeah. and then I go back and I prioritize and I try to narrow mine down to like three to five because I do better when I focus, um, versus like trying to tackle everything at once. Um, and I, I have a I question. Try- yeah.
1: I have a question about that. So when you are prioritizing those goals, do you like break them down into categories? Do, how do you sort through the entire list that you've created? And how big is this list? Is it like, yeah. cause I, cause I know that you kind of talked about, like, you're just going to pick those few, but how do you narrow down from like a list to like those, those few?
0: It's a good question. I mean, sometimes some things will start to group together and I can like make them like a higher level category, right? Like maybe I have like drink more water, eat more greens, like, like, work out more, like, those are kind of a health and wellness kind of category. Um, Sometimes they're like, quite distinct. I would say that like, my prioritization criteria differs every year. Like, really, I try to the like, the biggest criteria is try to, like, be in connection with how I was like, meditating on how I will feel. Because I've definitely in the past set goals for myself that I thought was the right thing to do you know like society tells you that you should go work out well yeah it does but like is that the right reason to work out no Mm. like I should go do that because like it's gonna make me feel good and when I think about how I will feel that's what's gonna lead me there um like with anything right like oh I need to go for this promotion like am I even on the right career track you know like if I like really sure. think about it so I try to like use that as my guiding principle um and then like how I make the cuts I would say just kind of differs every year by like what, what is like my gut telling me is like kind of I'm gravitating towards something also there's an element I think of like timeline also mm-hmm. like sure maybe my goal is to like travel the world non-stop and like get paid just to create content traveling but like cool but what do I gotta do like now to like get there and I probably won't sure. get there in one year so like what does that actually look like more realistically so there's some of that that like happens from a sequencing perspective in fact I probably need to find my list from last year and like look at what was on there and like what maybe is like sequential now so then once I do that I kind of start to loosely lay out a plan and schedule like once I have my three to five I try not to focus too much on this because I actually really really love to plan and really really love to strategize to a fault where and this is where like knowing yourself is so important right but Mm -hmm. for me I will get so caught up in the planning of it that I never start to do it and so I
1: oh
0: yeah and on and like I'll feel like I'm gonna let myself down because then I don't do the plan like it's like a vicious negative cycle. So I plan to an extent, but like loose enough that I can just like, be like, you just got to start. You got to start, you know,
1: how do you like lay that out though? Because again, I know that you're a planner, but like, how, like, how do you not not like restrict yourself, but how do you put yourself in a mindset of like, okay, I'm going to plan just this and that's it. Like, leave it a lot. Like, how do you, how do you do that?
0: So I usually, to be honest, it's not like a perfect process, but I'll start getting into plan mode. And I'm like, ooh, make a schedule, start yeah. a calendar. And then I realize what I'm doing and I go, oh God, I can't do, I get can't get this too detailed. I'm gonna So like, a moment of
1: self-reflection like hits you right there.
0: I literally okay. stop. I like have so many like planning calendars I've started that I'm like, stop Jessica, like you're never gonna actually <laughs> do this. And so then what I try to do is like, if I'm still in like a, like gung ho motivated mood, I'll be like, what's one thing I can do right now? Stop thinking about the big picture. But like, what's one of these things that I can do towards this goal? If it's like, I'm just going to go to the gym right now, you know, like something right. like that, like to just kind of snap myself into execution mode. That's what honestly I didn't talk about this as being one of my goals last year. And I don't know if I explicitly wrote it down, but it was something I really tried to like push myself on the past year is like just start mm-hmm. executing, stop planning, um, do more, think less kind of thing. Oh, um, okay. So yeah, that's, it's not perfect. I still do it. I still get stuck in the fan stage, but try. It. It's, it's a goal. That's okay. Right?
1: But it's all about the self-reflection and you already acknowledge that you do that and you know what you can do to be better moving forward. Yes. yes. I love and it. Then
0: finally, my, my last thing I do, which is my favorite thing to do is I create a Pinterest board and I totally stole this from another podcast. I think it might've been the wellness cafe shout out the fun podcast um we're creating like a vision board I'm very visual person so I Mm -hmm. take what were those three to five goals like last year it was like creating content spending time with my husband travel and I start like just searching on Pinterest for like key terms that like would be that and I start a board it's a secret board I could probably make last year's public so people can see what this looks like and I sure. just start adding stuff on it. And Pinterest also lets you like move things around so you can make it very like aesthetic and cute and like, oh, it's so good.
1: And then... I love that. I'm so excited about that.
0: <laughs> I'm obsessed. And then I screenshot it and I make it my computer background and I keep it like that the entire year. So I'm very excited to like update update my background. Um, And I look at it every single day. I'm on my computer every single day of my life. It's like a perfect reminder. If I'm like, oh, what were my goals for this year? I don't have to like go dig out a notebook and find it. I just close my tabs, (laughs) like in my background, and I'm like, oh yeah, okay, okay, refocus. Where am I going? And it really, really helps me.
1: I really, really love that because I also am a visual like person as well. So seeing that and being like a constant reminder of like, okay, yes. Am I on track? And it gives you the opportunity to continue to reflect throughout the entire year instead of setting it once and being like, oh, whatever, and then randomly thinking about it like six months later being like, oh, this is where I was at. But you have that constant reminder. You have to share last year's like because now i want to oh, see yeah. it and i feel like maybe i did see it randomly and i just like don't remember but i would love to no, see it and i, I kept it private
0: share. so it's Ooh. not it's not public but i can totally make it i can like some, make some do some screenshots and post it. yeah um, screenshots
1: for sure yes yeah
0: yeah uh it's my favorite part it's just fun right like it makes it like a vibe yeah. of motivation i really love it
1: and i think the best part about it is that this is something that you can always like switch up to throughout the year again going back to like if something does change go back and like do a little quick little edit, screenshot, reset it again. Um, I'm totally going to steal that because I do love that. It's, <laughs> a it's great, fun. like
0: there's so much cute aesthetic content for things. You're like, there like, are. like, even like I said, I wanted to spend more time with my husband. You know how many like really good looking Pinterest couples there are that like doing like <laughs> cute romantic stuff that you can just like, I mean, you'll see when I post it, but yeah.
1: <laughs> yes. I love that. I think that's so good. Um, and it's really exciting that like, I can even take what you have, like you've been doing for years and even apply it to mine. And I love that we can kind of go back and forth with our different methods of goal setting and still kind of like mesh them into our own and make that just like a fun little experience to do as we kind of close out the year. So I think it's yeah. great.
0: I am obsessed. I'm obsessed with goal setting. I'm honestly like, Hmm, maybe I'll stay up late tonight and like do my goal setting. Now I'm like very excited about it. <laughs> I'm getting in plan mode.
1: I know I am too. And I'm like, oh my gosh, like maybe I should, but it's, I feel like it's going to be an early bedtime. So,
0: (laughs) yeah, I I would also love to hear from other people like, what other methods do people use? Because this is fun. And like, yeah, it's fun to like add new twists to it and change. And
1: absolutely. Definitely. I will be asking my friends about it. So, because I want to know what they do for setting goals or if they do set goals or what that looks like for them. I I know that everybody's different and we've talked about this. Everyone has their own different path and like what they want. So it would just be wonderful to hear from everybody on what they do with goal setting. With that being said, y'all, we have now come to the end of this segment. So we'd like to just close out every episode with sharing the last drop of tea for the day. Jess.
0: So the last drop today is to take time to dream big and then work backwards to make it achievable. Do more than just set the goal, connect with how you want to feel when you achieve the goals and lay out the plans to get there too. And set yourself up for success because you deserve it.
1: Bye. y'all. Bye.